The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. I promised that Alan Fitzmaurice, chef at the Glass House in Sligo, would give us a bit of guidance uh, on all of that uh, cooking if you're planning to do it this afternoon. First of all, you're about to head off. You are literally on the way to the airport to go to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, literally tomorrow morning, so we're flying out to Abu Dhabi. Um, so, yeah, we're team of team of four um, travelling out. So to compete to, in? Uh, to compete in the Global Chef Challenge, the actual finals of it in uh, Abu Dhabi, so at the, at the World Congress of, of Chefs. So, yeah, a little bit panicked at the minute um, lastminute.com Do you know what you're cooking or is it like ready steady cook? No we do actually yeah there's must use product so we have four courses 12 people to cook for Um, first course must be vegan second course must be fish Uh, third course must be vegan or sorry must be veal and then last one has to have chocolate so <clears throat> third course has to be veal yeah so it's it's down to a sponsorship thing of, of who's supplying the veal so it's veal from the Netherlands is coming in so it's a worldwide product so and yeah. are you uh, can you tell us what your planned menu is or would that tip your hat no, to I, at this stage I, I, I don't think they're looking at me I think there's bigger say nothing <laughs> <laughs> no so look we're, we're, we're using a fair bit of Irish product we're trying to use some Irish cauliflower in our starter with some coconut kind of change it up a little bit and um, we're doing kind of like um, a sustainable thing where we're roasting the, and braising the cauliflower stem um, so as a waste product so you know in the, in the interest of keeping costs down we're using that we're using the florets then as part of a mousse and stuff like that we're roasting some of it so that's kind of part of that uh, we're doing um, a, a box tea with, with the main course so we had a we had a conversation about box tea yesterday as to what is it but it's an it's a, it's a litre and potato cake but there's, it's split in three so there's three different types of box tea uh, and we're going Total um, kind of like heresy. We're doing a beetroot boxy, so I uh, might not get back over the over uh, the steady. over the border. Alan yeah, I know. Yeah, we're gone a bit mad on that one. <laughs> and then for the fish course, fish course has to be halibut. So it came in from um, halibut from Norway. I actually you could got do a, a lot worse than being forced to cook with oh, halibut. No, I mean, look at it, it's a beautiful product, sterling halibut in in Norway. We act, they actually sent me samples, like five whole five kilo of fish in by courier, and this arrived into the reception in the hotel, and they're going. What am I going to do with these? <laughs> I did that or my GP's going to go up this month, you know. So, um, no, we practiced away with it. We broke them down and kind of worked on that. So we're doing it three types away. We're doing a little um, warm terrine with it, uh, wrapped in local seaweed. Uh, that's going with a pickled dillisk. And then we're doing a pan-fried piece, so a nice, umptious pan-fried butter, lemon. And then we're doing a little, with all the trimmings, we're making a little tart, a little smoked tart that has a little bit of seaweed in the pastry of the tart. Where do you get the seaweed? Uh, it's, well... Ours is coming. We you kind of have to be careful where you where you pick it up because you know tidal and that kind of stuff. But um, supermarkets. I mean, uh, it amazes me. My local supermarket in in uh, in Manorhampton has a huge range of it. Really? And then yeah, absolutely. So I don't mean in the sense <clears throat> of Manor Hamilton. No, no, I yeah. just mean I didn't think it was a supermarket stock product no, anywhere. It, it is. It just seems to be there, and people are more and more using to use it. Like um, we've uh, a chopped version that you can use nearly like a seasoning. So it's a little bit salty, a little bit ozone-y, that kind of thing. So that's kind of going in our pastry. But then, I mean, you asked somebody in Donegal about chewing, about chewing Dillis. You were given it as a kid to chew. So that's kind of like where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm from Roscommon, so we didn't chew seaweed at all. So it's kind of... <laughs> yeah, you were above that. Yeah, we were above chewing. We chewed grass. That's what we did. This brings us to, because I asked about the, the barbecuing thing. One of the things that I think a lot of people are very wary of barbecuing is fish because yeah. it has a tendency to dissolve and disappear oh, yeah. into the coals. Yeah. What's the advice? So we, we were talking about this one where um, uh, there's a French style thing of where you do paper bag. So you basically make a parcel out of parchment paper um, and you put a little bit of tinfoil on, on, on 
rounded first, but then you put your aromatics in there. You put like maybe fennel, some herbs, a little butter, a little white wine, little um, piece of tin piece of fish, a fillet, even like a piece of salmon will do. Fold it over. So you have your tinfoil on the outside and now you have your fish on the inside with your paper around so that. So fish and aromatics so in your, paper you, and then yeah. that into tinfoil. And that into tinfoil. Fold up a little parcel, seal it all up so it kind of... Um, as if you're rolling up the edges of it. Um, then put that on the medium to cool side of your of your barbecue. So like barbecues, you'll have a hot side for frying, for sealing. So pile the coals up on so one pile side. pile the coals up on one side so you can seal on that side. And then you have a cooler side where you're actually cooking. So you're sealing one side and cooking the other side. So you put this in between. So what it'll do is all the aromatics inside and the little bit of liquid will puff it all up. So it'll steam inside. And then you rip open the bag about, you know, you'll see it puff up in maybe three or four minutes. Tin piece of fish will cook in three, or f- three four, five minutes max. That quick? Yeah. I mean, a piece of, we do pieces of um, uh, sea bream. It'll take six minutes to cook it. So it's, a, it's the ultimate fast food. And of course, you can serve it in the bags to people. Just, you just stick it on the plate it and there All you are. the smell comes out, all the herbs, you know, so. We are under pressure time, so give us one other good suggestion. If people are staring at the barbecue thinking, right, burgers and sausages, there has to be something else, but that doesn't require a 24-hour brisket cook. What do you oh reckon? God, it has to be ribs, but I, th- I think for me with ribs, you have to be smart and cook them in your oven first because everyone wants them falling off the oh, bone. Oh, heresy, sure. So steam, heresy. Th- steam them and then put on your, your shellac or your, your glaze on them and then on the barbecue. How do you mean steam them? So I would just, in a tray, a little bit of water into your oven, Maybe if you're doing bacon ribs or pork ribs, um, we go bacon because of the saltiness. But um, definitely cover them with a bit of tinfoil into your oven, maybe an hour, take them out, let them cool. You can do them the day before, take them out, break them into your ribs, put on your favourite barbecue glaze, or whatever it is, and then onto your barbecue so you're only heating it and you're not worried about it being cooked through and they still fall off the bone. And temperature of the oven, what, around 180 about or something 180, those lines? Maybe an hour, an hour and a half. Because you're going to put them, once they're cool, you can leave them there in your fridge, use them the following day. Before I let you go, you have small boxes of chocolates small with you. Chocolate you always have a man who I'm arrives a carrying of, chocolate. Yeah, I'm a bit of a fiend about chocolate, but it, we, we kind of have a load of different flavour ones, but I'm going to give you one that, so this is ruby chocolate. So this is an actual natural product. So I'm going to hand that one to you. So What do you mean natural? So the, the colour itself, so it's a pink ruby kind of colour, but the story behind it is that when they conch all the, um, when they conch and roast all the beans, you get, some of them are red, some of them are black, some of them are brown. So when they, mill all that together they all turn brown into chocolate but what some guy did was started picking out the red beans and going let's see what happens so picked out the red beans started holding them all made the chocolate natural flavour natural colour about four it's about 40% uh, percent cacao in it and that's your natural product there so it's, 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 it's delicious it's, but it's not it's not milk chocolate as in it no, is milk chocolate but it, it has a slightly different it, note to it's it. got a little bit of sharpness got a little bit of fruit behind it but it's 40% cacao so it's up above milk chocolate at 38 What's so cacao? good so uh, the sorry cocoa um, ah, like cocoa actual, solids yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm being very smart <laughs> from this comment uh, yeah. I wanted to sound like I was like keep I was that with the lads in Abu Dhabi yeah, yeah. we will keep our fingers this is a bit like Kieran Hines we won't wish you luck break a leg in yeah. Abu Dhabi we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. that Perfect. is Alan Fitzmaurice who is executive chef at the Glass House in Sligo and a big thank you to Alan for both coming and coming equipped with vast quantities of chocolate The Anton Savage Show Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.